I declare bankruptcy! All right, two weeks are in the book. We are on to week three of fantasy football. Some of us are very happy. If your name is Danny Fishbein or Sam Greer, no shockers there. 2-0, always up at the top of the leaderboard. I mean, obviously, we all need to get our shit together. Ball doing his thing, 2-0, has scored the fewest points in the league, and he's 2-0. He has scored fewer points than Tyler and Joey. He has scored fewer points than Mark and I, and he has scored fewer points then Reardon and Lapidot, who are all 0-2. There he is, sitting at 2-0, playing the defense. We know he plays. We've seen it for years. We've seen it for seasons. So we can't be surprised. But I'm down bad. Um, ho- really hoping to turn around the season. Our team is good, but maybe we're just shitty fantasy owners. I don't know, Kenny. You tell me about how you're feeling. Well, I don't think you're shitty fantasy owners. I just, You know, I just think maybe it's time for a name change, too, by the way. I mean, Little Willie, like, it doesn't necessarily scream scoring a lot of points winning no, games. No, I'm, I'm definitely uh, – I was sitting here right before we were about to start, and I'm looking at our team name. And as good as it is, I'm not sure it's a winning fantasy team name. Shuckers exactly. Anonymous, that brought the heat. We brought the heat last year with Shuckers Anonymous. So Mark and I will regroup. We'll have to talk. We haven't talked yet. We were both uh, a little upset. You know, it, it's been a tough few, couple of weeks for the boys, but we'll bounce back. I'm I'm honestly personally feeling good about my team. Like it was a tough L. It's gonna happen, you know. When when AJ Brown, Saquon, Joe Mixon, and Jarvis put up like 20 total, it's gonna happen. No way I'm gonna win the game. But at least moving forward, you gotta look at the small things. My starting lineup is set. Like I, it's just never gonna change. Essentially, you know, Marvin Jones Jr. starting lineup, Jamar Chase. Okay starting lineup i'm okay. like i'm ready to go I, I love my team so i'm confident moving forward but I, mean, I feel like it was, thank you thank you i'm excited for myself to be honest like it's i feel like it, the last couple of seasons have been so fucking bad i'm just building up to this point now but i know it's tough for you guys it was a good week across the board i feel like i mean there were like a sure. lot of points scored Fucking crazy week, man. I mean, we got up to 112, luckily, with a 40-point game from Rodgers. But otherwise, I mean, we had a matchup where someone won in the 140s against a 140. A bunch of people broke 140. I mean, the league is really uh, – it's at its most competitive it's ever been. and That's not a good sign when you're 0-2. Yeah, that is true. I think it's a testament. Moving forward, like looking at, at week three, I've never seen higher projections ever. Um, I'm – I'm playing uh, Jake Reardon. We're both projected over 130. Greer's over 130. Chevy Chase Thunder over 130. Snooks and Bala over 130. Sims and Sims over 130. That is a lot. And we've been saying yeah. left and right, 130 is that is that, 130 is that number. You're going to win games, you're going to lose games. That is a lot of points to just be projected. So well done to this league for getting to this point because I think that says a lot. For sure. Definitely. I was very excited to uh, hopefully turn my season around and get uh, get into that competitive uh, section of the league. Did you know the long snapper for the Washington football team's name is Cameron Cheeseman? 
That's outrageous. I saw someone else's name in college football the other day. That was, I can't remember it, but I was just like, wow. I mean, it's really outrageous, like where these last names must come from. Like, it's not just the first names, like the last names are also insane. Oh, yeah. Well, you're just talking before, dude. So I really got in Greer's head this week. I mean, like, he won and it was a tough L, but earlier this week, my starting lineup was Deshaun Watson, Le'Veon. Brian Edwards, Austin Hooper, and the projections were just horrible. And I mean, I did this like on Tuesday, not expecting, not expecting him to notice, not expecting a single thing. And he texted me saying, dude, you have to put your starting lineup in. And I was, I mean, that was like the last thing I was expecting, but I think moving forward, I I don't know if I'm going to keep doing it or just keep it the same. I might have a name change coming in the future as well. I definitely have enough of them, but I just wanted everyone to know I got in Greer's head. He won, but he's penetrable, guys. We we can do this. (laughs) There is a way to break down the grit and the pace. Yes, Yes, there is a way, and it's fluctuating with your starting lineup to a point where he just has to call it out. Let me just ask you something. Is this Conti proposal a real trade proposal, this Trey Lance and Terrace Marshall for Matt Stafford? Because it's a little disrespectful. so what I mean, I'm told, I mean, I know Con- I understand it. Like ball has Lamar Jackson. So like maybe he'll give up Stafford for cheap, but like, what does he get out of Trey Lance and Terrace Marshall? Like if you're going to give him up for cheap, at least give him like a handcuff running back or like somebody who has some upside potential. I mean, it looks like the 49ers are going to stick with Garoppolo. I mean, they're two and O they're not going to bench their quarterback at two and O and then, you know, Terrace Marshall has done pretty much nothing. So I don't know. I mean, I, I see Conti being better than that. I feel like that's a little disrespectful, but, you know, obviously Ball's going to say no to that every day of the week. There's nothing wrong with that. Little gamesmanship, you know, sure. you never know. Sure. You never know. You, ca- you catch someone at the right time. Could be a little tipsy, say fuck it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, who knows with that? Um, Trey Lance, too, like, I don't see his peak coming for, like, a couple of years anyway. So I mean, I, the guy threw and also, 300 passes in college. That's it. 300 passes. Ridiculous. I just, I can't and believe ball, somebody who threw 300 passes got drafted that early. Ball can keep Lamar for another year too. Can he? he I'm, yeah. He got grandfathered in. So mm. it'll be one more year. He can keep Lamar. That is interesting. That you know, interesting. so it, it, it's very interesting there. Um, before we get to the next, trade, I'm also just going to say, my Kyler 50 to win 800 for MVP bet is unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. Everyone should have done it. It's like so obvious. But we got to talk. We got to talk Fishbine. We have to talk about this. It's not the first time Fishbine's name's coming up on the podcast. I'll tell you that much. This is one of the worst forms of collusion I have ever seen. There, It is documented. Ben reached out to us when we had said, and also, Guys, we're having a lot of fun here. Send us your bad trade proposals. Let us know yes. what's going on. If yes. you have highlights, let us know. Lowlights, let us know. We want it all. Ben was approached by Danny on the 19th of August. And actually, even a few days before that, Danny wanted to make a trade. And Ben said, off-season training is allowed once keepers are finalized. Danny keeps on doing it. And then on the 19th, says Jonathan Taylor and a second, Diggs and a fourth, and Kelsey for a first. I think is that what is that how no, you no, read no. this? So that's that's where he was 
keeping his uh, that's the, his keepers. He was just letting him know what his keepers were. Got it, got it, got it, got it. And then that's how but, he was like proposing the trade. Like this is what I can offer you. Yes, Taylor in the okay, second, Diggs in the fourth, Kelsey in the first. Got it. And then Ben sent five straight texts saying off-season trading is allowed once keepers are finalized. And Danny said, yeah, great. We can agree in principle. Relax yourself. I'm livid. I'm <laughs> livid at this. We can agree in principle? Are you fucking well, it's kidding like, me? It's like the NBA free agency, right? The NBA free agency opens at like midnight on whatever day. And within three minutes, 20 guys have agreed to $200 million deals. They didn't come to that agreement in three minutes. I'll tell you that. That, that was agreed yes. in principle up until midnight. And then they released the information. It's tampering is what it is. It's tampering, tampering and collusion. Yeah. I would formally like to, like Ben with the crypto. That's a joke. I would formally like to bring Danny up on charges. I mean, this is, this is outrageous. This is this outrageous. Is what we need I'm the sure- keyboard for. I'm sure I'm going to get some sort of a text or a FaceTime or something, but this needs to be discussed in the group name. And I would like a formal complaint to be written up, maybe by Joey, and some sort of a defense by Danny, because the, the evidence is right here. And I would love the commissioner to comment as well, but I, I'm done. I digress. I, I think we should move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's recap the games this week. Obviously, a great slate of games, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, first one was the collusion bowl. Speaking of Danny, uh, he came out strong and he, uh, took down Ruben Denny's Ruben Denny's had a pretty good week, 128 points. I mean, Kyler, as you said, is an absolute menace. He has three interceptions this season already, but he still has 80 plus fantasy points. Like that's crazy to have thrown that many passes. I mean, that's just wild. Um, but as we've been saying, we said preseason, we said it after one, we're saying it again. The reason they're, they've been so low in the power rankings. Where do the rest of the points come from? I mean, Miles Sanders, there are some crazy stats. If you look at Miles Sanders stats, he, other than the games in which he's had a 70 plus yard run of which he had three of last year, I think he's had gotten double due to fantasy points, like some ridiculously low amount of times. He just doesn't get enough touches. They're liking Gainwell. They're using him a lot. I mean, Claypool's going to be inconsistent. Higgins was, is inconsistent and Burrow's not going to be at his best. Obviously they have Devontae Adams. Hunter Henry looks like the second tight end at best in New England, and they're not a heavy pass offense. They're not throwing the ball deep. I mean, they're just, you know, it's Mac Jones. He's just not that good. Um, and then Danny just being a force. I mean, James White had 19. Obviously, he was chirping about us, chirping him, but, like, it's a Patriots running back. We'll see what happens, but a big week for him. Uh, and then he has Tony Pollard on his bench, who looks like he's going to be splitting carries with Zeke moving forward. I mean, they're really liking Pollard. So Danny's team is in a really good place, and he's going to be hard to beat if injuries don't ravage his team. So – should be scared about a big collusion bowl win for the Snooks. Huge collusion bowl win. We'll see how how we'll see how successful the Snooks are when their GM is suspended for the rest of the season, uh, which would be very exciting. Yeah, it could be wild. But, yeah, it could really be wild. Unprecedented. Sims and Sims versus Chevy Chase Thunder. This was a must win for Ben, and he won in garbage time. I mean, I, I, I can really not imagine a more devastating loss going uh, on Hugh's side, you know, losing by 0.14. Hugh scored 142 with only one person scoring 20-plus points, and that was Mahomes who scored 30. So that's wow. a straight-up consistency. You usually win those types of games, but, you know, I feel like you're getting such production. from Between the, the Bucks defense and Daniel Carlson, they scored 36 mm-hmm. points. That's your defense and your kicker. That's yeah. 
significantly more than Saquon has scored for me this entire season. Multiple multiple teams this week in our league lost with their defense and kickers scoring 30 or more points combined, which is pretty crazy. Incredible. And, and I mean, I remember looking at this and actually saying, okay, wow, Ben is, is 0-2. I mean, this is not yeah. a good well, start. And next thing I know. Off in the fourth quarter in overtime, Henry was an absolute yeah. fucking unit. Also, Brandon Cooks, low-key. People kind of forget about him. So nice. he's having a he's having a great season so far. I don't think it'll yeah. keep up. I thought that was a terrible draft pick when Ben took him, but he's having a great year so far. Uh, next game we had the Young Hoes and Jake Reardon going up. Both teams own one entering, needing that win, and the Young Hoes came out strong. Reardon opposite sides of the power too. rankings too. Complete yeah. opposite sides of the power rankings going into it. Yep. I mean, Dak just came up short, seven points. I mean, you're not going to win when Dak has seven points. The Clyde edwards alaire issues continue to go. I mean, I'm reading, don't worry about him. 68% uh, 68% of the touches, he's getting them. He's out there for almost every snap. Like, he's getting involved. But I don't know if the talent is there. Like, he was awesome in college. I thought he was going to be amazing in the league. But he has not shown me one thing in the league so far in a season in two games that has made me think he's going to be a three-down back or a force in this league. Like, if you can't be good in this offense, you can't be good anywhere. So I'm out on Clyde. Um, and remember what we said about Corey Davis after week one. Yeah. My receiver five week one comes out this week with an absolute donut. Zach Wilson's horrible, as everyone could have predicted. Um, and then obviously an absolute banger from Cooper Cup helps Jesse and Henry win this game. I mean, he just looks like a force with Stafford. It's, uh, it's fun to see him playing well because he's had a few injury issues, Cup, in the last few years. But he looks fully healthy and ready to play. Yeah, I'm – Clyde is interesting. They got to pass him the ball. Just I think the Giants need to try and pass Saquon the ball. I know. Spurtle, man. Yeah, not to bring it back. Okay, moving forward. We're going to set the tone versus TC and set the tone. I saw Dan this weekend. He was he was upset uh, at the Ruben chirping just out of nowhere. And really, I think you and I were a bit disturbed. By by this premeditated, it was like four attack. or five different things he said about content. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, just just really nitpicking the, the the abbreviation of the team name from hunker down to set the tone. But he scored the most points in the league so far this season. You know, just under one sixty, absolute banger of a week. Kirk Cousins, I'm I'm honestly a Kirk Cousins guy. I don't know if he's ever gonna really win in the big games, but I think for fantasy wise. I think he's a good such enough a quarterback to QB. have. Such yeah, a such a fantasy QB. quarterback. But then even going to the other side, like you're going up against Teddy Bridgewater, who also put up 25 points, which is like out of nowhere. But honestly, I mean, I, I said this at the beginning. I don't know what Joey and Tyler are going to do. You can't really hang your head on this. They, they just scored. They scored a lot of points. They would have beat me this week. Um, would have beat me. It's, it's just going to be – it's one of those things. You know, Odell is on the IR. Justin Fields is not really getting the snaps yet. Tua is gonzo. And I truly think Deshaun Watson is going to be a Miami Dolphin within the next month, maybe, depending how hurt he is. So I don't know. They got to they gotta figure something out. Because I, I also don't know if Teddy Bridgewater does this for the rest of the season. No, no, they're going to have to be streaming quarterbacks. I bet they'll look at Derek Carr, probably, who's had a, a huge couple of weeks, over 800 yards in the air so far. Um, yeah, they, they got a big they got a big question mark. I mean, that. You look at the, we all said at the draft board, you looked at the draft board and uh, 
you, you wondered what was going to happen. I mean, Najee Harris, other than that 30 yard receiving touchdown was awful again. So they have a lot of questions moving forward. We'll, we'll see what they do. I mean, it's fantasy football, man. One, one player can change everything. One breakout player. So they got some talent here. They put up 130, as you said. They, they can't be too upset about that. They're going to move on to the next week. And uh, they're going to have to try and make some trades. Or maybe they'll do what Hugh did last year and, you know, start trying to pick up some draft picks for next year and just try to squeak by a couple wins here and there. Um, next matchup was you, Kenny. Uh, I got one thing to say about Greer. He's now only one of – he might have won this week, but he's one of two on choosing the right quarterback. He played Herbert this week. He was outscored by Hertz, not by a lot. But maybe he's the wide receiver factory because – Man, did he have a lot of wide receivers performing well. Yeah, nasty. I mean, when Mike Williams is scoring 22-plus, and he said it. He actually called it. He said he started Mike Williams and knew this was going to happen. I'm not freaking out. I'm really confident moving forward. Tough loss, but that that's what happens when Saquon Mixon, A.J. Brown, and Jarvis, like I said, it, it is just, like, abysmal when you're looking at it. But well won by the pace man himself. That's a big W. Big W for Pasty. I mean, I was just looking, I'm just looking at the standings, just like staring at them. And like the difference between two and oh and oh and two, as obvious as it sounds, like in such a short season, like two and oh, like you're gonna make the playoffs. Like, unless you really collapse, like you've given yourself a two-game cushion. You get to five hundred, you you're if you're a game over five hundred, and I guess this year it would be five hundred, seven and seven, you're probably a playoff team. So like you have to go now five and seven the rest of the year if you're Danny or Greer, like you're feeling good. That's a huge start. And oh and two is just brutal. I mean we got a yeah. long ways to go, and um, we're going to welcome on our opponent from this past week now, the man himself. Um, you all know him as Ryan Ball, Los Alcabolics, the GM, the defensive coordinator of the season. Burt Macklin. Him. Burt Macklin, sure. Um, well, she, he's going to enter the room right now. Hey, Ryan. Oh, can you hear me? We can, my friend. How you doing? Welcome, Good GM. Job. Looking good. Yeah, how you guys doing? We're good. We're good. Uh, really uh, sad to have taken the L to you this week, but your defense is just uh, is next it's level, man. Year after year. I mean, it, you can't compete with it. It's unprecedented. As we were saying earlier on the podcast, you have scored the fewest points in the league so far, and you are 2-0. and Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you guys just need to set a better lineup. What do you what do you have to say about your team and the ability to like what is the trick? What is the defensive trick? What can you give other managers as a tip to playing this kind of defense? I mean, you know, it's just our court, our defensive coordinator. We're never going to let him go. All right. Who I mean, is it? By the way. Oh, it's my balls. It's my balls. balls. That's our defensive coordinator. My sack of testicles is our D coordinator. And he's just gritty. That's really huh? where the instinct yeah, yeah, that's where the instinct. Just, a lot of grit, really sweaty. I, oh, very gritty, very sweaty. Um, I mean, after ever since I got the vaccine, too, they've grown astronomically. So this year, I think we're going to have a big year from start to finish playing defense. Um, hopefully, we can start putting up some offense, too. I mean, last week wasn't awful. The first week was pretty atrocious. So we'll see. I think people are going to start getting their shit together on my team. Who do you think is your the, the most important person you have on offense? Like that X factor, other than Lamar. I think it's got to be Andrews because then I get the double points from Lamar. 
and he yeah. hasn't scored. That's a what I was scared yet. about Sunday night. I mean, I really thought he was going to have. One, I thought he was going to have a, two touchdowns and he original blows. I mean, let's keep in mind Lamar Jackson had negative points at the end of the first quarter. Yeah. Oh, I saw that and I'm like, fuck this, I'm done. And then he just, I mean, I, it's unbelievable that these teams cannot stop him from running all over them. They can't. They can't. It doesn't make any they sense to me. It doesn't matter what they do. It, it's crazy. And it, he runs right behind the center. I mean, you not even Vic yeah. ran behind the center. He runs right <laughs> up the middle behind the center. It's unbelievable. And he doesn't really he's ever take a bad hit. Too. Yeah, he's taller than Vic, so you'd think he'd get hit. And he's, like, lankier. He'd get hit and, like, get injured. And, like, it, I don't know. It's, it's insane to me. He just he's, fucking he's a, uh, guaranteed five yards every single carry. Yeah. I mean, I thought we when Fournette didn't get in on any of those red zone trips, I was like, okay, this is going our way. Like, Godwin caught that touchdown late in the third. I was like, okay, this is our week. Then Lamar throws that pick six, like, to open the game. I'm like, okay, this is finally going to be good. And then he just fucking tore us apart. How do you feel about your team, Balsam? Not good. You're it's off to panic a mode. Start. Panic mode. Hitting the panic button. We are hitting yeah. the panic oh, button. Oh, is it official? It is official. We have hit the panic wow. button. We are. Is down week down. three panic must win? Impressed. Game is week, week three, three is a must win, must win against a very good set the tone team. It's a must win against a very good set the tone team. Our every player is available. You can hear this now. Dalvin Cook, Tyree Kill, Aaron Rodgers, anybody you want from our team is available. Come to us with an offer. It is panic mode. I mean, you look at our roster, like, just subjectively, like, look at our roster, that team should not be 0-2. A team with Dalvin Cook, Tyreek Hill, Godwin, Aaron Rodgers, and Debo Samuel. We should, I mean, Julio Jones, too. Like, we shouldn't be 0-2, and we are, so it's time to panic. Like, you know, it just could be one of those years. I'm, I'm not going to pull a Ruben sign and be like, oh, like, I don't need to change anything. Like, my team's good. Like, no, you need to change things. You need to get better immediately. The season is too short to not make changes. I agree. You're you're in that zone right now where you could shake shit up and like you're fine. Yeah, you know, so early. Horses you could come back from, no problem. But I mean, week four so, we could be two and two and uh, be fine. Yeah. Are you? Do you think that's an overreaction, an underreaction, or just right on par? That is panic button season. I think that's right on par. I don't think you. There's any time to waste in fantasy football. I agree. I agree. If he loses next week, a hundred percent panic. Though. If we uh, lose next week, saying, I feel like if we lose next like week, it's tanking. It I'm tanking. Yeah. If we lose next week, we are trading away <laughs> assets for first. draft picks. We are tanking if we lose this week. We are trading away like, assets for draft picks, and we will look. We will hear offers for draft picks for assets right now. Just putting that out there. I don't know if you click the button yet. I feel like you take it out. And, like, you look at it, you bring it in the locker room, and you use that as some encouragement. But, like, I don't think you got to break that glass yet. Sometimes when you when you do do that and you make those changes, especially in fantasy football, like, you pick up some random-ass motherfuckers, and they start going off. Like, that's sometimes yeah. what you need. Like, yeah. sometimes the name players aren't what you need in fantasy football. Like, Speaking of panic buttons, Ryan, I know you're a big Jets fan. Oh. Zach Wilson, what are you thinking? What is what is going through your mind after that horrific performance on Sunday? You know what? I will say it's not the worst game that I've watched a Jets quarterback play against <laughs> it. So, you know, I, I'm used to this kind of shit being a Jets fan. I will say Zach Wilson has, has significantly more talent than I think Sam Darnold does. 
And I think when he actually plays, like from what you see, like those insane big time plays that he can make, um, I, he, I feel like he actually does have good decision making, but he got off to that fucking start with the first two passes he threw were interceptions. Like you knew shit was just going downhill from there. Like he wasn't going to come back from there. So the four is almost inflated in my opinion, you know? Yeah. We'll see. I don't have expect, I, I never had expectations for the Jets this season. So I just want to see him fucking come back and like grow from it. It's not like I'm hitting a fucking panic button on a rookie quarterback in his second game ever playing against Bill Belichick, like throwing sure, picks. Sure. Well, one of those picks too was a drop. Another was a tip pass. And those were the first two picks. And then, yeah, the two other ones were fucking atrocious. Yeah. Atrocious. There's no yeah. excuse for this. But it, I, I think he actually will learn. Like, he's the kind of guy who has, like, fire. We haven't had that at quarterback for a long time. We love these Cali guys who fucking just don't talk and they suck off Adam Gase and whatever the fucking head coach is saying at the time. So it's kind of nice to have someone who actually has his own opinion. And, uh, yeah. I, I'm, yeah, again, I mean, I'm not too worried. This season was a fucking wash anyway. I just want to see some guys, like, improve. Yeah, I mean, you said something interesting there. You said it's not the worst game you've seen a quarterback play for the Jets. Yeah. Where would you rank Wilson somewhere between Mark Sanchez, Geno Smith, Sam Darnold? Where are you putting Zach Wilson right Chad now? Paddington. Number one. Number one. Number even, one. After that fucking, even after that game. Number one. Wow. And Sanchez brought you to two AFC championship games. He didn't bring us into a championship <laughs> game. Our yeah, fucking number one defense in a league, yeah. offensive line in a league, and running game in a league with fucking yeah, Rex Ryan. David like, Harris, Cromartie, Calvin yes. Pace, Johnny Our entire Graham, offensive line was pro bowl that year, those two years. Yeah. Like, the break of Shaw Ferguson. All he had to angles. do was not throw interceptions. He barely threw the fucking ball. Like, that's the other thing, too. Wilson, like, the play calling. Yeah, like, they're trying to sling maybe, it. Maybe, maybe 60% of his throws are – like 20 yards down a field. Yeah, like he's, interesting. he's throwing. He's fucking throwing it down a field. I haven't seen a quarterback on a Jets throw like anything past a wide receiver screen in the past four years. So, they never <laughs> let Sanchez throw the ball more than three it's yards. It's exciting never. for me to see the ball thrown down the field at least. Yeah. Speaking of which, you own two Jets wide receivers on your fantasy team. Why the fuck do you own two Jets wide receivers? So Elijah Moore, I think later on in a year is actually going to fucking start like really breaking out, especially because I think Crowder's going to be traded. But in the meantime, like it's, it's oh, wow. dump off guys that I think, I don't know, they're going to get targets in a PPR league, especially now that they're going to dumb down a play calling and go for uh, like slants and easy fucking uh, completions. So I think those are the kinds of guys that have potential. You know, I have that extra roster spot. Might as well just fucking wait and see rather than go and pick up some other guy that's, just so like it sounds like it sounds like it's a really easy fix for the Jets. They just have to get a much better offensive line and a much better defense, and Zach Wilson will just carry them to the AFC Championship. It's I mean, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of work. <laughs> there's a lot of fucking work, but I think they're trending in the right direction. The defense honestly played good last game. If Wilson didn't throw four picks, they could have won that game. Yeah, I didn't watch, to be honest. I mean, yeah, I guess you could say that if he didn't throw four picks. I mean, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, uh, a lot of people could have, you know, if David Tyree didn't catch the ball on his helmet, the Patriots could have went undefeated for all season, but that fucking didn't happen I'm either. I'm not saying that the Jets could have won the game. I'm saying that their defense and other aspects played well enough where they were able to win a game. 
if that quarterback didn't fuck it up. Yeah. I get what you mean. I get what you mean. I'm, yeah. Ball, no, how would you uh, say life being a Jets fan? I am. It is what it is. I'm used to it. Ball, I, I would consider the Los Alcoholics, you know, it's a fan favorite. Everyone knows super gritty. You know, you really know what to expect. Defense is going to be there. Offense is going to go up and down. You're going to win games. You know, I, I think a great NFL comparison is like the Buffalo Bills. How kind of walk me through, I guess, what, what a typical locker room looks like pregame for the Los Alcoholics. Like, how, what, what are you saying to these guys? Uh, you know, we're usually cracking a couple beers over our heads, riling the boys off. Uh, not necessarily jumping through tables. I don't think my hips or my knees could take that anymore. But definitely uh, shotgunning a few Red Bulls, Red Bull vodkas, you know, smashing a couple beers on the head and uh, just telling them what's good, what, we, what the expectation is, which is we put up stout fucking defense every week and uh, we go out there and, and fuck shit up. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, that's, that sounds uh, about right. You know what? Your defense has brought you a long way, but uh, as we've seen, the offense needs to come in clutch for you because it's that's what stopped it you does. from winning in the past. It has. Defense can only take you so far. I mean, Jets were the same way. Defense took them to those AFC championship games but on those plays where Mark Sanchez needed to throw up more than five yards and he couldn't. Yeah. That was, that was the limit of those teams. The league is changing. We need to change oh, the list. Here- we're well Here's a good aware. question. Better looking, Zach Wilson or Mark Sanchez? Oh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, are you joking? Yeah. He might be the best quarterback I've played. Here's the thing, though. Played. He doesn't look like a football player. Like, he looks no, like he a looks fucking, like a fucking little Disney, mama's Disney boy. Channel superstar. Yeah. Zach Wilson is a fucking stunt double. <laughs> he needs to get a couple bumps and bruises, like a couple scars on the face. You know, immediately some touchdowns will be happening. I, w- I said it before they drafted him, too. Like, if he ends up becoming a good quarterback, like a very good quarterback that fucks shit up, he will immediately become the most hated player in football. Yeah, I mean, anyone who plays for the Jets is usually pretty hated. So, on that note, Ball, please stay off. We're just going to go through what we got coming up this week. Um, some A great slate of games, as, as we've previewed. Uh, Kenny, you want to lead it off with this first one? Yeah, uh, I'll be honest. I was not looking at the right thing. I was all the way down doing some things for later on. Uh, <laughs> so, so I'm just going to circle back here. Uh, this is It's projected to be a close one. I mean, Ball, I don't know if you have looked at the uh, projections yet for every game. We were saying, though, I mean, there's four or five teams projected 130-plus. Every one of these games, for the most part, is supposed to be, a, a, I mean, a real ringer here. And it's Sims and Sims up against Ruben Denny's. You got to think he, he was taking this a little personally. Um, you know, he's not one to really be chatting and group me too much. Ruben Denny's, you never know what they're going to say. Um, but this one, right now, it's a four-point favorite for Sims and Sims. I think Mahomes is going to go out and absolutely light up the Chargers. I mean, I know the Chargers have a pretty good defense, but I, I can really see him just having, like, a ridiculous game after the loss to the Ravens. On Ruben Denny's side, DeAndre Swift – there was a really funny video of him this week. Uh, not that it has that has anything to do with his performance, but I'm just going to say that's going to make him perform really well. Um, but also Devontae. I think Devontae Adams needs to have a big week if they want to go up against Simpson Sims and win. Because they're yeah, a great we, team. Devontae with zero touchdowns through two weeks. 
You wouldn't have guessed that. That guy was touching like two every week last year. But I mean, is that this... means he's he's poised for a few few touchdowns this week. I'll tell you that. Is he Michael Thomas two point No, he's too fucking good, Devontae Adams. Michael Thomas is a head case. Michael Thomas has like some serious mental issues. Where um, sick speak... leads though. He does. <laughs> Speaking of Devontae Adams, we've got uh, my team playing set the tone. And you know what? I, I think there's definitely going to be a name change for little Willie. Uh, I definitely think there's going to be a name change. Um, we're going to get up in Dan's head. We're going to uh, make him question his lineup decisions because we know that's something he does. And uh, we're going to bring the heat. That's all I really have to say about this matchup. We're going to bring the heat and he might set the tone, but if you can't handle the heat, then you're going to have to stay out of the kitchen. I like it. I like it. Ball, what about you? You're playing Danny. What do you think? Kind of walk us through it. Projected very close right now. You're supposed to win by just under, uh, was it two full points? Just a smidge. Well, I mean, it, it's the same game plan week after week. We're, we're going out there. We're, this week, I feel very good about uh, a Mark Andrews touchdown, which should give us that offensive boost, which we're going to need. But, yeah, this is, uh, this is a revenge game this week. Because this was the finals matchup last year. And I'm looking for some revenge here. You know, we're coming out fucking uh, – not just beat him by a little, but fucking demolish Fishbine squad this week. So I, I feel pretty fucking good about, uh, like I said, Mark Andrews touchdown. Um, I think Eckler's going to fucking come out to play this week. That's the Chiefs defense. Same thing with Keenan Allen, but we'll see. Fishbine's always tough. Yeah, I forgot that was the finals matchup last year. A little underappreciated. That is underappreciated. This is a big fucking week for you guys. Yeah, it it's is. a statement game for you, Ball. I mean, if you can play that kind of defense against Danny's team, get to 3-0, and that would be a big statement. That would be a huge statement. Ball, we also uh, we brought up the uh, trade you, you had sent me from Dan <laughs> for Trey Lance and uh, – who was it? Tyrus Marshall for Stafford. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't really – have much to say that you guys probably haven't like already covered it's just a shit trade it's, it's two guys who wouldn't even be on my bench for fucking matt Stafford. yeah that's what i said like i said you would probably be willing to give away stafford for the right thing considering you have lamar but two guys who literally could never play for you does not do you any good exactly yes. and people also forget stafford is going to be a 12th round keeper next year i have, have one lamar, more year on lamar him, but there's some fucking value in that conti is trying to sell me Trey Lance as a keeper when he's what was picked in the ninth round. Yeah. And, and there's no foreseeable future of him getting in for San Francisco, yeah. as long as they're undefeated. So let's, I mean, he's even if they're four it. and one or five and two, like they're not going to bench their quarterback if they're a winning team. Yeah. I mean, you saw with Mahomes, when he was a rookie, he didn't play a single game until week 17 oh. and they'd already clinched the, the first round. Like, no matter yeah. how good a rookie QB is, they're not going to take a winning quarterback out if the team's still winning. Correct. I mean, that would be that'd be silly. So uh, at this moment, Trey Lance has zero value. Yeah. Frankly, that would be pretty silly. Insulting. The next matchup, we have a Zeta Bowl, which is always fun. We got Rubenstein and the Chevy Chase Thunders against the young hoes of Jesse and Henry. And I mean, Rubenstein is is ready to keep winning. I think. I think that, that Derrick Henry game was uh, was really something for his uh, for his team. I think it's going to really help them. Uh, Brandon Cooks has been amazing, as we said earlier. Uh, I, I like Ben to get another win here. I mean, Kamara has yet to do anything. Going very under the radar. I don't feel like a lot of people are talking about it because the Saints have That's been true. a weird situation. Yeah. 
But Kamara has like under 20 points through two weeks. I mean, he's a top three pick in most fantasy leagues. So Rubenstein's one on one, and one of his best players has barely performed yet. So I like him to take down the, the young guys this week. Yeah, Kamara, that's a great point. He has, he has done nothing. Like, I feel like nothing. even week one or two, like, you can usually on a weekly basis, there's going to be one highlight of Kamara. Like, I took him fourth overall in my home league, and I'm 0 2. So I'm 0 2 in two leagues. But I'm 2 0 in my dynasty league, at least. That's the good news. Uh, so moving forward here, yeah, it's me against Jake Reardon. Like I said, it's the season of underreacting. I feel very confident about my team. I'm projected 131. They're projected 128.7. I have every advantage here other than Lockett and George Kittle in terms of projections. But I have a history of giving people their first wins of the season. I have a history of (laughs) playing teams who really outperform on a weekly basis. So I'm just hoping we go in there, stick to the game plan. Might be a name change. Might be chopcheese.com. You know, we might be changing something up. Uh, but I'm feeling good going into it. I'm curious what you guys actually think about this. Uh, I mean, as you said, I would just be worried. Reardon doesn't have Jake Reardon doesn't have a win yet. That's always a little worrying with a team this good. You'd have to think they'll get that first win. But we saw with Rubenstein last year, scored a lot of points, couldn't get very many wins. So I, I like you to win this matchup. I mean, Brady is literally better than ever at the moment. So. Honestly, I don't really know what to say. I it's mean, just the, dumb. It's just the Brady stupid. thing is just. He's going to win MVP. Like, I mean, he yeah. might throw. Yeah. He might throw sixty or seventy touchdowns uh, at this rate. They get inside the two, and he's days, just too. he's just dropping back, rolling out, finding receivers. Like no matter where on the field. And by the way, Gronk is as good as ever. I mean, yeah, Gronk is, is running by cornerbacks. He's out muscling linebackers. He's he's an absolute fucking force. I, Have you guys you been seeing see the commercials uh, with him? Yeah, every other commercial. He's in every other commercial. He's sponsored they by 17 him, different They people. make him a fucking idiot. He I is mean, an idiot. Like, Did you hear what he I said know. on the Peyton and Eli broadcast last night? No. He doesn't watch Peyton. Yeah, he goes, yeah, my buddy Cam Braid asked me the other day, like, Gronk, I have a stupid question for you, but, like, do you have you ever watched tape? And he's like, nah, I just run by guys. And, like, some weeks I'm, I do That's and some amazing. weeks I don't. He's like, some weeks I have it and some weeks I don't. <laughs> so outrageous. Uh, and the last matchup, I mean, should be pretty straightforward. Team Grit taking Team TC on. You'd like to think Greer is pretty heavily favored here with his team <laughs> stacked up against Team TC. But anything can happen any given Sunday. Um, but, yeah, you, you'd have to think Greer will ha- take this one handily. Yeah. Which um, which brings us to our power rankings. And, Ball, before you read them off, where do you think you are in the power rankings? Uh, so, I don't know how much you've taken into account my defense, my team's defense here. I'm assuming uh, it's a little bit underrated in your rankings. So, if I had to guess your rankings, and I'll give you my, my opinion on my own team, you're ranking me probably four or five. I'd probably say five. All right, here's the ranking. Trade them off. All right, let's hear it. Oh, there it is. Uh, number one, the Snooks. Fucking fish point. That's going to change after this week. Uh, number two, Team Grit. I do agree with that. 
just dominant year after year. Sims and Sims, the fucking Mahomes and Waller on the same team. Yeah, it's absurd. Waller is absurd. I kind of agree with that. Oh, God. Chevy Chase Thunder at four. That that's interesting to me. All right. He just came off his first fucking win, what, two years? <laughs> I think that's a lot of fantasy football games. A little over the top. months. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's got potential, like you mentioned. Yeah, obviously he's got Henry and he's got Kamara and shit like that. But again, it remains to be seen. Uh number five, set the tone. Wow, you guys really fucking uh, sleeping on me. Set the tone at five. I just need to sit with that for a second because <laughs> everyone last fucking week was shitting all over Conti. Wait, wait, wait. How he could be the Ruben Kamish was shitting on him. Ruben Kamish was shitting on him. Uh, yeah, I disagree with that. Uh, and then me clocking in at fucking six. Yeah, no, that's that's just there's got to be a typo there. Clearly not taking into account the fucking defense year after year, the dominance, the regular season dominance still. Uh, number seven, we got we love young hoes. Number eight, Rio Grande Margaritas. I feel like he's been at that number eight spot or seven spot for a while now. So Three I think a, a big win this week could change that. Ruben yeah. Denny. Coming in next. Uh, and then we got Jake Reardon. Wow. Had a mighty have fallen. What did he start number one two weeks ago? Yeah. Yep. We'll see. Uh, and then Team TC, second to last. So, Balsam, you guys ranked you last. Is this a little uh, reverse jinx going on here? No reverse jinx. No reverse Our team's strength. utter fucking shit. Our team is utter shit. Disgusting performances, back-to-back weeks. 112 this week? Are you kidding me? That's garbage. Team TC at least hit 130. We, we were terrible this week. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know. You just look at the rosters. And again, like you mentioned before, too, sometimes when you're in that back tier of the league, you just got to change shit up, and you can't really look at the big guys anymore. So I guess that is fair, but I still would uh, clock TC at last in the rankings, in my opinion. I'm looking at these rankings again. I, I think maybe Ball is better than Set the Tone. They're a little. I funky, think that, dude. I think They're the ceiling. Funky, is, if you ask me. No, that's, that's really my only. That's my only quality. That's, that's my only quality. Let's just be very clear for a second. Ball has scored the fewest points in the league. It's true. This is a. That's this true. is a. This Four is boards. a game of Four points, and you have scored boards. the fewest points. This is That's a game of fucking head-to-head matchups. It is a game of head-to-head matchups. Scoreboard, but points come into consideration for power rankings. That's oh, why you're not matter. last. Teams would like to score as many points as possible, but they also need to hold the other teams to as little points as possible. Which you're underestimating. I'm probably the number one team in a league at that. You certainly are the number one team statistically at that. You've only allowed 217 points. That's an average of 108 and a half points a week. I mean, that is top-notch that's, defense. That's unfathomable. I mean, it's scary. It's I mean, scary. it's no coincidence that the teams who are in first, second, and third place, all the 2-0 and o teams, none of them have allowed more than 226 points total. And then it jumps from there to 260. 
is the next closest. Those three teams are playing some good defense three weeks in, but injuries happen. Things happen. Things will change. What do you make of the reports, Ball, that your defense is only so good because you spike the other team's water with laxatives and don't give them AC in the locker room? No comment. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, our last little thing, we'll do GM of the week, Sacco of the week from this past week and uh, who we think our breakout players are. Uh, I think we agree on this, that Ball is the GM of the week this week. Yeah. I mean, it's just he, he was unbeatable this week. You just couldn't get by him. He couldn't punch it in. He couldn't get in the red zone. That's just solid managing. Uh, my sack of the week is, as I've said, Mark and I, all hands on deck, panic button situation. Came in high, riding high into the season after being the team that scored the most points last year with a very good core. Just hasn't come together, so worried about that. Um, and my breakout player of the week, I think CeeDee Lamb. Uh, I, I think he's a ridiculously good player. Cowboys offense didn't really get it together this past week, but I know that they have a really good matchup this week, and I think they're going to be pretty dominant. So I see CD putting up at least 20, a touchdown or two against Philadelphia on Monday night, uh, and I'm excited to watch him. I really like watching CD Lamb. Yeah, my sack was going to be Jake Reardon. I mean, they, they just plummeted. This is, I'm hoping I can make them 0-3. Um, I'm really hoping I can get that second one of the season. And my breakout player is going to be DK. I know it's not like a popular pick. It's not like he's a not known player, but I, I feel like we're due for just some freaky athletic plays from DK Metcalf that we're going to see all over Sports Center for the next week straight. So maybe that's what TC needs too, because they need, they definitely need a kick in the ass as well. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, DK, I, I he's obviously a freak athlete or whatever, but he doesn't make the catches that like the freaky wide receivers make, you know what I mean? Like he had two this weekend where he got a good hand on it, like reaching up, got the hand to pull it in and could not pull either of them in. Like if you're going to be that size with that speed, that jumping ability, you need to make those catches. Like that's what you're out there yeah. for. I, I'm a little concerned about DK in the long run, to be honest. I, I I'm starting to see what the, the, like hesitation was with him at, at the draft. Like I'm not sure he has the actual wide receiver ability with his hands. So, I mean, we'll see AJ Brown has similar issues, but we'll see. Oh, so now you're just coming at me first. You don't not like coming at you. Now you don't like AJ. Brown. <laughs> no, I like okay. your pick a lot. Right. I like your pick a lot. I think DK's going to have a huge week. I mean, the Seattle blew that game. They need a win this week. So I think DK's a good pick. Anyone you're liking this week ball to have a big week. Uh, I think we touched upon a lot of the guys like earlier on this show. I mean, I, I agree. Devontae Adams, no touchdowns going into this week. You know, a I, good one. Yeah. There's a couple guys that have just been putting up fucking shit numbers the first two weeks. You got Devontae Adams. Again, we mentioned Kamara, too. I mean, after a yeah. fucking shitty game like that where Jameis threw two horrendous picks, like I think Sean Payton's going to have them run the ball a lot more, have them dump the ball off. So, I think you're going to get a lot of receptions from tomorrow. He's just going to tear the field up. Um, and then, again, I also mentioned Mark Andrews. We have two weeks now that he's been getting the targets. He's getting the receptions. But in the red zone, he's not getting that touchdown. So I like him this week to get a touchdown, at least one on top of, like, five receptions. So I think we're going to have a big breakout week, which we're going to need against Fishbine. So. I officially just changed my team name. I'm officially chopcheese.com for week three. 
Wow, breaking so, news. Jake, Jake Reardon is done. Done. <laughs> and uh, I just hope Conti's ready for our, our team name change because it's coming. I'm sure that's going to be exciting. Yeah. Well, boys, great little episode. Ball, thank you for making time in the middle of the day. We thank you, Ball. It. Of course. Just so you know, I had a, a work call going on at the same time as this. <laughs> you should lose them into the podcast. Finally. We get, I joined we get it, some of them off my mic and my camera and just like That's why you've been on your phone? Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Priorities. All right, boys. Good luck this week. Hopefully we'll get our first win over here. If not, we'll be selling high. Good luck to all, all right. parties, boys. Peace, Peace out. Boys.